Welcome to NFP, the Non-Fungible Podcast, with your host, D. Klein. Hey, it's NFP, the Non-Fungible Podcast, with D. Klein. Today, my guest is the artist, Wax Bones. Hey, Wax Bones, Cal Jeps, welcome to NFP. I'm so happy to have you here. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. excited to be on. Absolutely. I have this little routine right before my podcast. I always go for a little walk. There's a pond not far from my place. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was listening to, I don't know if you've heard of this. Do you know Dave Grohl of the uh, Foo yeah. Fighters? Yeah, yeah. They did a cover band thing of the Bee Gees called the DGs. Dave Grohl. Uh, oh, the yeah, DGs. yeah. <laughs> and I was listening to one of their covers. It was You Should Be Dancing this morning. Holy crap. Yeah. It sounds awesome, man. You should listen to it. <laughs> Yeah, I saw a video of him. Um, I think it was recently because outside his uh, one of his gigs, they had the uh, there's that Baptist church that hates heavy metal music. Oh, okay, and they were okay, protesting yep. outside. So they um, Dave Grohl and his, and I don't know if it was with the Foo Fighters or just with a band. Okay, they 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 came outside where they were protesting on the back of a truck and started playing disco music. And like, <laughs> uh, he was like, oh, "I love you guys, and it's great." And they've all got signs saying the devil hates rock music. And but stuff in the meantime, like they're kind of grooving to it, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a legend. I love him. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Anyway, yeah. glad to have you here. Um, I was yeah. looking through. Obviously, the thing that caught my attention was your work on Known Origin because mm-hmm. that stands out to me. Um, yeah. And uh, that's a more recent phenomenon for you. I mean, you just joined Known Origin in February this year. February, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, obviously, you've been around a long time. I was scrolling through your Instagram, as I'm prone to do. And yeah. I see it goes way back to like you got some vinyl record stuff on there that you, uh, I, I'm assuming you were super into that at that time. Is that still yeah. for you? Yeah, I mean that's kind of where the name Waxbones came from, actually. So okay, 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 okay. Years, that makes sense. years ago, I had this idea to um, to design and start screen printing uh, record player slip mats because I'm I'm quite a massive record collector. Okay, uh, and I thought, well, you've got these black slip mats on your record player, and it's kind of a perfect canvas to do something interesting on. Mm-hmm. So I, I did this run of, of prints on them and then tried to start up a business. So the wax is like another word for vinyl records and the bones are like what holds up the body. So it's the bones okay. holding up the wax. So that's where it came from. And then that failed miserably. Oh no. So tell me about <laughs> this. You know, here's the thing. I don't know about you, but in NFTs, many of us have come from, you know, trying to hustle and trying to come up with business ideas and failures yeah. and whatever. Tell me about this failed experience. Yeah, so I, I my friend works in a screen printing business in Bristol. So I got him to, I mean, I don't know if you've ever tried screen printing mm-hmm. on a circular piece of felt. No. It's difficult. <laughs> I've tried printmaking, but not on a yeah. piece of felt. Well, it's, it's very difficult because there's no top, there's no bottom, and there's, yeah, lining things up and lining colors up is very difficult. Yeah, we managed yeah. to do it at, um, at quite an expense. And so is this like an acrylic then that you're printing with or what is it? Well, it was, um, they use a white primer and then I believe yep. it's some sort of acrylic or screen yeah, printing yeah, yeah, goes yeah. at the top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then then they had to like dry the ink and that's when they cure it and put it underneath the hot lamps. And that was obviously melting the felt because it was too hot. How do you get so, that kind of precision with that felt though? Because I mean, with printmaking, when you're, you know, yeah. applying it, 
often you're going to get know. some kind of leakage if you don't do it just perfectly, especially with something like yeah. felt. Yeah, I mean, my mate, he's a he's a genius at these sort of things. So I let mm. him kind of, I say, I gave him the slip mats and the design. Mm-hmm. He did his thing. Oh, okay. So okay. then I had, I had all these slip mats and I designed the packaging. I was like, this is brilliant. I'm going to do, I was never really a, a social media user. I was like, right, I need to get on Instagram. I need to start advertising these things. People are going to love it. It's, I love music. I love design. It's going gonna, it's gonna to explode. I'll be doing loads of things with it. Uh, and then no one bought it. And the years went by. And it's just, <laughs> so now Sorry, it's I shouldn't be mass. laughing at that. <laughs> no, it's funny. <laughs> but I'm laughing because we've all experienced it. Yeah. I mean, at least I tried. I gave it a good go. Uh, perhaps it wasn't the time or the right. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't have a following. So that probably didn't mm-hmm. help either. Well, you got to start somewhere, right? Like I find so many people, yeah. you know, they contact me about NFTs and they're like, oh, how do I do this? Right. And, you know, I'll kind of give them a bit of a, you know, usually I just point to some articles on how to get started or whatever, right? Because to explain it all, mm. it's a pretty lengthy process. Yeah. But I think there's kind of this false sense out there that this is just like a gold rush and you just print an NFT and poof, you're going to make thousands of dollars. You know what I mean? That's yeah. Kinda, yeah. And that's maybe a narrative that's come out of the mainstream media that's kind of presenting that as what's happening, you know, but yeah, definitely. I think so. I think um, a lot of when you read articles about it, you can kind of tell for the most part in, in really popular publications, they haven't really done their research. So they're just going for the big clickbait headlines. Mm -hmm. There was the Kotaku one the other day. I don't know if you saw it about the Spider-Man. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. And then I got into this inane argument on Facebook about, I don't know why I did it. I avoid Facebook arguments, but I was yeah. just basically like I was just saying, look, guys, like if you don't like it, just don't buy them. Don't worry about it. Like, why are you all yeah. freaking out? Like, there's people out there like, it's a scam. It's like, it's not a scam. It's just a different avenue of revenue for artists. And it's a different yeah. avenue of you know, as... interest for collectors, you know? Yeah. And as soon as people see other people making money, they want to downplay it and pass it off as something more scammy than it actually is right i mean i didn't say have fun staying poor because you know that yeah (laughs) bad behavior on my part but essentially that's you know it's like okay you can make some money doing this or you know just leave it like don't worry about it yeah let us get on with our millions of dollars (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm gonna go to my yacht now yeah <laughs> in alberta wait a minute what yeah yeah i got a yacht because i uh, own a monkey um yeah, yeah. i yeah. admit that is a little bit disproportionate but here's the thing like you know look at uh, collecting baseball cards or in, in Canada, yeah. hockey cards if there was someone who bought a wayne gretzky hockey card for a million dollars a little while ago there's mm. no rational explanation for spending that amount of money on a hockey card absolutely <laughs> does that make it a scam no, it just means somebody wanted to pay that much for it and someone was willing to sell it for that much. That's all. That's it. If, someone, if someone's if someone got the money and that's what they want to spend it on, then more power to them. Absolutely. So anyway, you had this failed vinyl printing experience. I really like the one with, I'm assuming it's your dog. Yeah. Looks like Pepe, he's, he's trying a... to do the DJ thing with the record, you know? you know. Yeah. He, he, um, <laughs> he got kind of hold thing. of one. <laughs> he got hold of one. And I mean, you've got a dog, you know what they're like, they'll chew anything. Yeah. And that was, that was the end of it. It was, um, it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> Made a bed out of it. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, so you go through this failed vinyl record printing experience. Mm-hmm. 
where where then I see the next picture is uh what's that called? Baby Yoda. What's his actual name? Grogu or something like that? Grogu, yeah. And this um, is your first adventure on Procreate, it looks like. Yeah. This is November so, 28, 2020. So not far from when I actually started on Procreate myself. Right oh, around really? that same time. Yeah, because yeah. I had all I've been doing all my art on uh, my phone. I kind of joined into NFTs last year in the summer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, I was just doing it on my phone because I was like, well, I want to see if I actually enjoy this. So I didn't want to spend a lot of money on like an iPad that and procreate if I didn't really enjoy it. But yeah. when I yeah. discovered after about a month or two of really loving it, then I went ahead and got it. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's worth noting. This isn't my career, but NFTs mm -hmm. is a side hustle for me. It's a passion mm -hmm. project. Mm -hmm. I've got um, 10 years working as a graphic designer for mm -hmm. a wayfinding company so i design like maps and signage for cities and oh, wow. things like okay. that um and then so so the slip mat thing was a side hustle thing and then when that failed it was during lockdown uh -huh. where we just couldn't do anything i was like i do all my illustration on illustrator at the moment using a a, a mouse and a keyboard and everything i do for work uh, designing maps and like tiny little pictograms that you see on maps mm -hmm. is all really like focused work and really detailed and it has to be vector based and it was just I've got nothing to do during lockdown I'm gonna buy an iPad and just give Procreate a go and start mucking about see what it's all about mm -hmm. and then that sort of snowballed so then I started just drawing and mm -hmm. uh, I'd, I'd been drawing for years like my dad's uh, was doing a master's in art and design when I was a kid in fine art. So there was always art going on in the house and I was always drawing stupid little characters and, and things like that. Um, <laughs> and then my my buddy, Gavin Strange, who goes by Jam Factory, um, okay. he he started tweeting out about, oh, he'd, he'd done this print and he was like, oh, this comes free with the um, the five edition NFTs that I'm selling. Okay. And I was like, whoa, that that is a sick print. Like, how do I get one? It's like, oh, you got to buy the NFT. Like, uh -huh. well, what the fuck is an NFT? <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's a scam. It's a scam. Don't buy yeah. it. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then after that, I kind of did some research, <laughs> started following some people. Um, and then off that, off the back of that conversation, um, Known Origin actually contacted me. Wow. And they were so. This is back in February. Okay. So someone, so Gavin was already on Known Origin. And mm -hmm. then uh, I don't actually know which of the Known Origin guys saw my work, but they mm -hmm. saw it and messaged me and said, your work would be great on our platform. Like, here's, Good you're, for you're you, on. Man. Yeah, wow. yeah, I was, I was pretty chuffed. I think at the time I didn't really understand the significance of, you know, just being asked to be on a platform like Known Origin. Right. Uh, but looking back now, it's I'm mad. still, you know, I'm open to an invitation from Super Rare still, if they want to ask yeah. me. <laughs> Have you applied? No. <laughs> Have you not? <laughs> I, I applied. I applied and my video is okay. uh, me walking through a field just talking about my work on my own. I was like, I can't do this sat at a desk. I think <laughs> I'll do mine like this, sitting here like this. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I never got a response. <laughs> they have to be getting inundated with applications. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, you were saying, um, sorry. So they invited you to the platform. And you were yeah, like, oh, okay, this is nice. Yeah, so then I did the research. I, I sort of got the MetaMask wallet. It was ready to go. Mm -hmm. 
I was like, okay, I'm going to start minting. I've got this piece. Mm-hmm. I've worked it out. I've got three pieces in a series. So mm-hmm. um, it's the, the the playing card pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, these are these were meant to be my genesis. So I was like, I'm going to drop all three of them at once. So then I was okay. ready. I sat down looking at Known Origin and then something called gas popped up. Uh, and I was like, how much? <laughs> so you want me to pay five hundred dollars to mint this? <laughs> well, this was back in this is back in February now, uh, end of February, beginning of March, and gas okay. was like over a hundred dollars. Yeah. Just to mint something. And I was like, hold on a minute. This could this be a massive failure. A scam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I at the time I was like, I can't justify spending because the three worked as a set. I was like, I can't spend three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. On something well, especially that on a totally be... unknown. You don't know if anyone's going to buy it. Well, exactly. So I was like, yeah. okay, I'm going to take a step back. What I'm going to do is design something specifically for this purpose, mint that as a test bed, okay. and then see what happens. Mm-hmm. So then I went on to Rareable and minted my Genesis, which is the um, the skeleton spinning the spinning the head on his, uh, on his middle finger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it was a dumb illustration, bit of fun, um, kind of like representative of my style and what I'm into and just having a laugh. Mm-hmm. And then the day after I minted it, um, Giannis Sourdis, who is a massive collector, bought it. it was a, he was the uh-huh. first, it was an edition of five. And he bought it, tweeted out about it. And I was like, wow, this is, this is, man, this was the day after I minted. And then Brian Brinkman buys the next edition, and I'm like, "Holy shit! These are like big names. This is going a lot better than my vinyl printmaking scheme." Yeah, exactly. Can I uh, (laughs) can I just send them some vinyl prints? (laughs) And then that was it. It sold out. Um, And from then on, like back in March, I was minting quite a bit. Uh, And this is what's the piece called: "Sit and Swivel, Punk." Right? Yes, it is. So that's your genesis. That is, um, as kind of embarrassing as it is, yes, that is my Genesis. <laughs> no, that's a cool Genesis. Mine is a mine is a, a Bitcoin logo that I just melted called Fry oh, Bitcoin. It? It's not, like yours is far cooler than my Genesis. Yeah. And uh, but, nobody yeah, is selling tough. it. Nobody's selling mm. it. They're all holding on to it. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. They must see, you know, future value. Well, yeah, maybe. And then things just started rolling. And at that point, I was like, well, what else can this do? And I, I was very much in the physical mindset still. Sure. Like, so how can I how can I do something physical with this as well? So that's when I started minting the bell jars and, um, and selling T-shirts along with it. Okay, okay. So it was like, if you buy the, there are five editions of this first bell jar with the mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And it will come with a long sleeve T-shirt. And okay, it seems cool. crazy to think back now, but it sold out in like twenty minutes or something. Huh. And then um, by by again big names and yeah yeah, uh, one of the guys that bought it said, oh, "Have you thought about you know doing AR on the back of the T-shirts? Like you can ah. you could bring the the motion in the GIF into the AR." t-shirt so that's when i did that before you know it i've got a, a line of ar enabled t-shirts <laughs> that's awesome i i haven't delved into that myself but I, i'd like to play with it. there's just too many things i can't 
you can't do everything, right? You got to kind of pick nice. the things that really click for you, you know? Yeah. Because, I mean, doing this show, I talk to people like two, three times a week, and I'm like, that is so awesome. I want to try that. And then it's like, okay, but I can't try all of these things. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but you're saying, but how did the, how did your process work here with when you, you minted it and then you printed these shirts? And then, you know, like for listeners who are kind of getting into this, how did that whole process work with in terms of then selling it on to that? purchaser you know did you just chat with them via twitter or something or what yeah 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 um so after that first edition went obviously i'd gotten back i think i'd put in about a hundred dollars of real money Mm -hmm. to pay for the minting cost and that and then they sold out at point point one or something at the time uh so that that gave me point five Mm -hmm. so then i used that to then mint the next one and Mm -hmm. or the next couple and then I did with the T-shirts, I just put in the description, uh, contact me on Twitter if you want it. Um, I see. And then the, the second one, so I think everyone claimed the first one, everyone that bought the first one. And then I did another one that was a Venus flytrap, which mm-hmm. I don't know, was, I don't think it's on my Instagram. I kind of stopped using Instagram. Mm, okay. It's um, on Origin. It is on Known Origin, yeah. And um, X Copy actually bought one of them. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's um, cool. Oh, you also got Jim's on here. Yeah, Jim's Jim's has collected quite a few of my pieces actually. He's um he's a good bloke. Mm-hmm. Um, but then so the second one, I ended up with more t-shirts because obviously X Copy's not giving me his address. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so he owns the piece. You should but just he... get it sent to a postal code or something. Or I mean, zip code or whatever you call it in that part of the world. The, the guy's probably getting like hundreds of DMs a day. He, he may ne- he may have never have seen the the t-shirt thing. Maybe he's listening. Maybe I mean if he is listening, then I'm just saying I've got you get a t-shirt. sent to a post office or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, well, if he does want it, it's in my wardrobe, so he can have it. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't broken um, it in for him? <laughs> no, not yet, not yet. <laughs> if but I have, I'll just lightly warn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, some of the names that I was getting collecting it were, I just couldn't believe it, especially because at mm-hmm. the time, looking back, I kind of see it as the the 3D astronaut phase for NFTs where everything was a 3D rendered astronaut. Sure. You know, and mine is not. I couldn't do 3D, which is why I kind of <laughs> wanted to test it first. You were going to very... do a 3D astronaut. You just couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so I thought, well, I'm not. I'm not changing my st- my style just for the sake of what's popular at the time. Like, right. This is what I do. This is what I'm good at. Let's see what happens. Let's see who. That seems to be up. the best approach, honestly. Absolutely. People who um, try to just you know catch on to some wave, it doesn't. I mean, there's profile pick craze that, you know, there are some people mm-hmm. have benefited from that, but it yeah, like you're better but off it, just doing your own thing. It won't last. Trends no. come and go, don't they? So mm-hmm. right, at the moment, a lot of people are cashing in on on the success of apes. Yep. Um, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I've definitely collected quite a few of these little collectibles and mm-hmm. most of them are just nothing's happened with them. They're just sitting in my wallet. Right? Jim's actually gave me a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> he sent me one before the reveal i was like i don't want this bloody pickle <laughs> so it's still in my wallet that's cool. like you should have sold it mate <laughs> it kind of peaked and then it cooled off again right yeah it's too late now 
yeah 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 <laughs> well i mean that's the reality is there is that element where there is like i was talking i don't know if we talked about this in the recording or before the show the whole marvel uh spider-man nft thing was that before the recording or during the uh no, i think that was during the show okay yeah i think and uh <laughs> i think it was and uh you look at that and you go okay so this is marvel's first nft right it's not a great <clears throat> one from what i see like it it didn't seem to be yeah. a whole lot of effort, honestly, for Marvel. I mean, Marvel. I mean, well, yeah, but uh, you know it's I mean? the same with a lot of the celebrities jumping in, isn't it? Like the celebrities are minting stuff that I don't know, a few of them are good, but I've seen some of them and thought, one, who's the artist? Who are you crediting here? Like, how I'd, I'd love to know. They did credit the come. artist for the Marvel one. I don't know if they did. Did they not? Yeah. So, like, there's I'm not an sure, unknown honestly. artist, and that artist. It's probably been paid, um, I don't know, a fixed fee, perhaps. I, I don't know. I'm oh, maybe here. maybe some percentage. Yeah, but if they're not getting a percentage, they potentially could be missing out on a lot. And that, that like harkens back to the old print way of doing things, I think. You know, mm -hmm. you'd pay for the artwork and then they would sell it on for way, way bigger than the artist's ever going to see. I don't know. Sure. I, I'm completely speculating here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if they actually credit the artist or not. I never saw a name. Hmm. Um, but that could just be that I just have missed that. But nevertheless, even though it's kind of when I look at it, I'm like, okay, this isn't the greatest NFT, honestly, for someone as big as Marvel. Hmm. Um, but it's their first. Exactly. You think in five years' time it doesn't really matter what the project is those were the original like the pickles that was like one of the original almost a rug pull and <laughs> even if they're worth nothing now in five years time people are going to be like whoa you were there for the for the pickles whoa you were there for marvel's first nft you, you know you would think it could have some potential i mean obviously every you know first whatever from whichever company entering the space isn't necessarily going to have great value but here's the thing a lot of people and i, I was telling you about this in a an argument i was having on facebook mm -hmm. yes so we did discuss it in the recording yeah and uh a lot of people are like oh this has no value i'm like but it does because look it just sold for 400 dollars. yeah so someone was willing to pay 400 dollars for it so and whether or not you, you think it has value is well, completely yeah. irrelevant but this this is the same argument that's been going on with art for centuries you know like tracy mm -hmm. emin sells her unmade bed for however many <laughs> millions and millions of pounds and everyone's like oh it's just an unmade bed like what's the you know it's the same thing if someone wants if someone's going to pay for that then that's the value of it yeah now you will know? that person be able to resell it for four hundred dollars or more maybe maybe not maybe maybe right probably not <laughs> <laughs> but maybe maybe There's a, you can see you know some get lucky <laughs> so i don't know to me it would have more value though if they tied it to a particular artist mm -hmm. yeah that's what that's so, what i think but maybe um, they and did and i just haven't read that i don't see an artist's name anywhere perhaps yeah and marvel have got hundreds of the most world-renowned comic book artists at their disposal totally. yeah. you know <laughs> um, it seems like a natural thing for them to celebrate that yeah and it, it's only a matter of time before you know if marvel's getting in on it then the next it's disney and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then star wars and the, i actually tweeted out the other day so i was watching um 
the Bad Batch on Disney Plus, and mm. you know, it's all it's all the. I don't know if you're into Star Wars, but um, somewhat, somewhat, yeah. So it's, it all they're all clones of each okay. other. I was thinking, okay. but they're all slightly different. So one of the clones is slightly fatter. One of them's got okay, know, a I different see. helmet. And I'm thinking, well, that's like the perfect opportunity for a collectible series. You know, that's basically what they are. It's true. You Just know, slight variances. Are, yeah. Exactly. And I've said this publicly on Twitter now and on this podcast. So if Disney do it, then <laughs> I, I should should be able to take a 10% cut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Marvel's using this, I think it's called the V or VV marketplace. Vive? I don't know. Okay. Is that is that like a blockchain thing or what it or is this just like I don't know what that's being meant I think on. the Vive, I could be wrong, but they're the ones that are doing yeah, so they're doing the fandom ones. So they did a Batman one the other, mm-hmm. not long ago. So they, these are like the official, um, you know, what like I, pop what culture. What I'm asking is, is this on a blockchain or are they just calling it an NFT and it's just on their own centralized marketplace? Do you know what I mean? No, I, I believe it is on a blockchain, but I don't know which. I can't okay. actually see okay. where you can buy it. It doesn't say. It says the Vive marketplace, mm. but... Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I could. I'm not really sure. Yeah. I mean, oh, for, I see Mondo for public accessibility, cool. they don't really want to talk blockchain because it kind of just is a barrier for people, right? And yeah. for a lot of people, it has this negative connotation, like blockchain, right? Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they have DC is going to be on there. It looks like Ghostbusters. Okay, Adventure Time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're, they're putting list price of things, but there's no there's no currency, so it just says sixty five. I don't know if that's dollars, if it's. I think you know, you know it's, it's this trend toward the blockchain being in the background, right? It's because mm. for most people, they don't really care about that. They just want to have the collectible, and they don't care about the technology. So I can see why they would kind of conceal that. Yeah, although when I see, it's funny. So I did a release with. Um, meta factory mm-hmm. uh which was another ar t-shirt which uh i don't know i don't know when this is going out but there's probably still some available go to metamask dot whatever it is and grab one <laughs> <laughs> um but you you can pay in in ethereum so oh. so you go on the website and it's it says the t-shirt's 90 dollars, and i'm thinking bloody hell that's expensive for a t-shirt like who's gonna yeah. pay that right but in in eth that's naught point naught two or something or 0.04 yeah and i'm thinking well that's nothing that's yeah yeah um your gas fees are like gonna be yeah exactly (laughs) exactly yeah (laughs) but but seeing things in eth for me at least is it's more palatable than seeing things in dollars Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. i hear you okay so it says here it's the vive blockchain and they're okay. touting that it's 99% and more energy efficient than Ethereum. Well, yeah, because it's probably just run on some, a few nodes of some sort. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's it's probably though. some kind of proof of stake technology, I'm guessing. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't want to get too much into that. But yeah, <laughs> it's inter- it is interesting watching how the bigger entities, like Marvel in this case, are kind of downplaying that side of things, mm. right? Because there is that negative thing associated with NFTs, you know, particularly with like the environmental stuff, but mm-hmm. also just with the intimidation factor, right? Like people are intimidated by it. And it's difficult 
to get on. I asked loads of people at the beginning. I was messaging, you know, my mate Gav and then other people in the space I was talking to just to try and understand. Like, it's not easy. There is no one stop shop guide of how to get into NFTs. Well, maybe there is, but. You know, I, I couldn't find one. <laughs> I should make one. Actually, you know who's really good with that is NFT Ignition. Oh, okay. I've had her on my show. And uh, for those listening who are new to this, if you check out NFT Ignition on Twitter, I'm she's not sponsoring me. I'm just saying this because it's good. <laughs> um, if you check that out, she has basic tips for pretty much anything related to beginners. And uh, it's really good um, kind of tutorial kind of set up uh let me see if uh, i wonder if i can just find it just by typing in nft ignition yeah i just found her twitter it's cool yeah yeah yeah. um if you find her on twitter and then go from there you can find nftbasics.com it's called it's nftbasics.com and basically it will teach you pretty much everything you need to know wow that's amazing yeah that's your one-stop shop right there that's a that's a that's a great resource. Like, I needed I'm not that when I first started. I, she can yeah. sponsor me if she wants to. Like I'm yeah. open to sponsorship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's uh, really cool. Because I think I think that's needed. Like I I was talking to a friend who does amazing paintings, mm. and I said to her like, I'll pay for your, I'll set you up with a wallet. I'll sort you out. I'll pay for your first mint. Mm. But you need to get involved with this. And she was mm-hmm. like. Oh, I'm too old. I won't understand it. I think like this is a young man's game. It's like, well, like how young are we talking? Because most of the people I talk to are in their thirties and yeah. you know, and up. <laughs> it's true. Um, most people I talk with who are really into this, particularly as creators, are mm-hmm. thirty to fifty years old. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that is the case. I'm I'm thirty one. I've got a five year old daughter and a full time job that is completely different to NFTs. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and yeah it's knackering like uh, it's like having three full-time jobs but it's rewarding like i do it because yeah, i yeah. love it I, i'm not doing this because it's my job i'm not doing it because i need the financial stability from it i'm doing it because i love it i'm doing it cause it's fun mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's something that i think a lot of people forget when they're when they're doing nfts it becomes a stress oh i haven't sold anything in mm-hmm. a month and anyone that I, whenever i see people do that i worry because I, you may have seen in some of my work mental health is a big thing mm-hmm. for me and i mean i'll be the first to admit that in my past i've not understood mental health and i've sort of dismissed it and dismissed people in the past and it was only when it truly affected me that i i took note and it became a really important issue for me hmm. and i see it affecting people in different ways particularly in the nft scene because of personally i think it's because of influencers and Mm. also because on social media you only see the positives you only see the sales you don't see the people that haven't made sales i've compared it to i've compared it to walking through a casino okay yeah ever been to vegas and you're Uh walking through a casino you see bing 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 somebody wins something right yeah and you walk past the people that have been sitting there for hours losing money, right? Exactly. And you get this illusion that everyone else is killing it except me kind of feeling. Yeah. Right? Which, yeah, exactly. If you're already struggling with elements of like depression or anxiety, it's it can be tough. 
it can be and i think that influences i'm I'm using inverted commas here because i mean i don't really know who is classed as an influencer but what i would class as an influencer there a lot of them and i'm not going to name names but there are people that i have in my mind are using toxic positivity to get followers and to hype people up and that's great hyping people up is amazing but without being a debbie downer not everyone's going to make it you're not some people won't sell art and right if if someone's constantly saying you need a hustle 24 7 like i don't get any sleep so you yeah. shouldn't be sleeping yeah, yeah it's like yeah. no no you should be looking after yourself first you should be doing what you love and as soon as it's not fun as soon as it's like detrimental to your health then you shouldn't you shouldn't be doing it like some people won't make it i hate to say it but that's See, the, just the, the reality the, the trouble for someone like me personally i actually this is not my primary source of income either i'm a teacher mm -hmm. yeah. um but when you do have success it's highly addictive okay it is like for example when i wake up and like the other morning i got an email notification oh this and this sold on known origin right immediately you get that serotonin hit you yeah. do your or is it what's the term is it serotonin or is it yeah uh, serotonin yeah. yeah okay but anyway it's a high okay yeah the moment you get that sale i that's my experience right yeah and then that diminishes and you go oh oh nobody else is buying anything oh and it kind of fades and i get the same thing with like with known origin with the trending where it's mm -hmm. like ooh, ooh i'm trending right and then it, it's <laughs> you're yeah. on that list of what is it 20 or so artists and it's yeah. slowly just falling down the list and slowly yeah. going off the list and then someone buys a piece and oh i'm just clinging yeah. to the bottom of the trending list with my 0 0.02 eth sale uh, right? i've been on there a few times and it's like by the time i've managed to tweet out about me being on there i've already dropped off the list yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it is there's an addictive element to it and there is an element to it where yeah it can play with your emotions it really can yeah there are there are the highs are super high and the lows are super low which is why for the most part i think this community is is incredible and and picking each other up and looking out for each other and supporting each other i feel like i have surrounded myself in the space with people that i look up to and that maybe you know, look up, look up to me perhaps um and we've supported each other and held hands and we've had a bit of banter and mm -hmm. you know I, I consider a lot of these people my friends and yet i've never met them i don't know what they look like half of them i don't even know what their real name are you know right <laughs> they could be you know male female they might not identify as either they could be in the us or wherever and yet we're all we're all linked by this this love of creating that's incredible. Yeah, I love it. I I, oh, I yeah. love that. I love that element that it can be anybody anywhere, you know. Um, mm. But there is that side of it too, where you know, like for example, I think of artists whose life literally changed because of NFTs. Like mm. they went from struggling financially to having financial stability for a period of time. But mm -hmm. then when the NFT market crashed, like it did after May, mm -hmm. um, a number of them were like crap i got i gotta go back to finding some other kind of work to do right so yeah you know it, there's not a lot of stability here there's not a lot of stability it's all over the place yeah i i would love to i mean i love my job mm -hmm. it's been my career and i've progressed to a point where 
you know, I, I will talk. I tweeted out about it earlier. Like I've spoken to at conferences and to audiences of hundreds of people, and I spoke at South by Southwest, part mm-hmm. of that, and then, but it's stable. Like I love it, and I'd love to be able to put it to bed and say that was my career then. Now I create dumb cartoons for a living and it supports me and my family. like on nfts <laughs> publicly like in a lecture hall type thing? no this is this is the first time um i did a i did a drop with dust monkey um and i spoke on his clubhouse for okay a couple of minutes See, that to and me, there's more the pressure there because that's live yeah yeah <laughs> so you're like, that was oh, it i don't want to say something stupid <laughs> Yeah, but that was it. So that's how I was feeling before this, because I'm thinking, if I'm honest, I've been faking it this whole time. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I've just been, I've just been like rolling with the punches Fake and it hoping. Till you make it. Yeah, I've been throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks, and <laughs> that's been my process this entire journey. <laughs> well, the reality shit, is, come NFTs come are back. new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> NFTs are new, you know. So there aren't a lot of people in the space that you can say are really experts. Yeah. Because which is why I get frustrated. When I all hear, the time. It's why I get frustrated when I hear influencers who aren't artists telling you that you should have a business mind and you should do this and you should to an extent, but you know, like who, who are they to tell you what to do? Who are they to tell you? All, all I'm saying, like I'm, I'm being, I'm being harsh on influencers, but what, I just feel like people should be careful about who they listen to, who they follow and surround themselves with the people that they need to help mm-hmm. push them to the place they want to be. And, and just because the other someone important point you were making there, sorry, I'm interrupting you. No, 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 go. Was if you're not enjoying this, take a step back from it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, like at the end of the day, come on, we're all just making stupid pictures. Like these are, like, I don't know, you look at my last piece that I dropped and it was a skull with a snake um, mushroom coming out of it. They're and cool, I've, man. Come on, don't put yourself they, they, down. They're, they're cool, but at the end of the day, they're not changing the world. They're just well, like okay. fun illustrations. <laughs> so let's have fun with it. Let's let's not take it too seriously. Let's just do what we want and see see what happens. That's well, my I was saying this anyway. to my wife the other day was like, what industry do people gravitate towards with their spending? It's arts and entertainment. It is. That's where people spend a huge, um, okay, past essentials, past like food and shelter and clothing. Mm-hmm. It's arts and entertainment. That's people love art. Yeah. And a lot of people don't even realize it about themselves that they are consumers of art. Yeah. It's hugely important yeah to our they, lives yeah. It, it enriches our lives and and you you want it in your homes like yeah. when as soon as it becomes more affordable for you to have screens on your wall i think that is when the nft art scene will go mainstream because people can imagine a piece of art on your wall it's hard mm-hmm. to imagine a piece of art that lives in your computer somewhere right i think that's where the whole click right click save as mentality comes from Right. I think at the, yeah, but, I think you're right. Maybe we'll, we'll get to a point where we have like the OLED, just like unroll it, stick it on the wall and you can change yeah. the image kind of idea, which that's coming. I mean, yeah, they're just exactly. expensive right now, right? They're expensive, but you know, technology 
it develops it moves so fast and it's it's an exponential curve isn't it soon mm -hmm. it will just be a standard you'll be picking one up at tesco or whatever the u.s equivalent in walmart you know <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, no i i think you're right i think it will come to that point where it's just screens up on your walls and or the other possibility i was looking at the other day was again you mentioned ar well when you know, I think AR personally, and this is just my opinion, it has a lot more potential than VR in that you're not withdrawn from the world, right? Instead, mm. you're wearing something that's adding to the world, right? So you might be sitting in your living room and you can still see the space you're in, but there's a giant screen on the wall that doesn't actually yeah. exist there, right? To me, that yeah, seems yeah. more attractive, more appealing to me than being yeah. enclosed in something where I'm withdrawn from the world, you know? Yeah, definitely. One, one of my releases, I... I, it was an animated piece, but I gave away a print with it, mm -hmm, and that mm -hmm. print was AR enabled. So the person I was actually speaking to them on a call, and they've got it on their wall, and they can use their phone to animate it. And it's a cool, mm -hmm. it's like a fun talking piece, yeah. but it's not practical to really be getting your phone out every time to look at it. But soon, <laughs> you can imagine like Google Glasses or whatever will become a standard, and you can see it with the um, uh, what's what are, what are those guys that are doing the um, the trainers and stuff they did they did some with ferocious rtfk or uh, something like yeah that. i, I couldn't that right? remember what the acronym was but yeah correct? it's rt something i feel like it's rtfk i could be wrong rtfkt rtfkt okay so so they, they're talking about ar wearables and stuff mm -hmm. like that and it seems i have a ar t-shirt from josie bellini do you Oh, yeah. cool! And you can show, and people like when they see it, their minds are blown. They're like, yeah. "What the?" Right? Yeah, it's, yeah. And I mean, like you said, it's a good talking piece. Yeah, exactly. Um, Which process do you use for your AR stuff? What are you? How are you? Uh, um, there's a there's an application that? called Artivive. Okay, yeah, I'm familiar with it. Which um, I think I pay ten dollars a month or something to keep it up because mm -hmm. um, I think I've got four pieces out there in the world that are AR enabled. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's worth spending that little bit of money to these so creatures and friends. It. Are there any of them AR enabled merchandise? Because they would of course perfectly suit that. They would, wouldn't they? I, so I have something planned for oh. anyone that it's not actually AR enabled, but the cover will be. Okay. So, so anyone who has, do you know what? I'm going to reveal it here, exclusive, it. right here. Ooh. So anyone that has a creature from the first series or has one of the creature and friends, I'm going to send them uh, a little coloring book. So I've got a five year old daughter and she loves coloring books. Okay, like this is this is perfect. Like they're thick black outlines. Totally. I know a lot of people that have kids, adults like coloring in. So I'm going to do a little coloring book for everyone that's got all the first series and the creature and friends series in it as well. You heard um, it here I, first, I, folks. That's yeah. awesome. I mean, it's a dumb little thing, but it's fun. And like, this put is yourself down. This, this is cool. <laughs> it, I, this is what I'm talking about. I'm just having fun with it, you know? <laughs> like, if an idea pops into my head, it's like, well, why not do it? Let's just see what happens. Well, that's the beauty of NFTs, honestly, is that it's so open to experimentation. Because it used mm. to be, like, when you had to go through the process of actually, like, printing these things and shipping them, you know, and mm. all that stuff... You'd go, no, it's not feasible. There's no way I can actually, there's too many barriers, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas now it's just like, what's the barrier? What's stopping you from trying it? Exactly, exactly. And th those creature and friends were, 
they were really fun to do because I forget who it started with, but uh, it could have been Newman who does the um, the Gambino series. Okay, yeah. if you've not checked them out, I mm-hmm. I own quite a few. <laughs> I've collected a lot, and he's doing physical figurines as well that come oh, nice. with each one. They're, okay. they're they're absolutely amazing. Uh, so they're but like I little just, vinyl figurines type idea. Yeah, yeah, mm. that big. They're yeah, they're oh, amazing. Okay. Um, and so I I contacted him and I was like, I oh, look, I drew your character and I imagined what the skull would look like inside, and it's like, oh, that's cool. And then I did it with someone else. I forget, possibly it was Savage Dogs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, hang on a minute, these are kind of cool. What if I started minting them? But it's not my IP. Like I'm not, I don't own. A savage dog unfortunately mm-hmm. i would love to and so i don't want to just use his ip like, that's his design it's his amazing character so i was like well let's split it 50 50 like, i've done this can i do you want to like put it as part of this series mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was almost like a um rather than ask permission like show show them what you can do first and then say how about you know uh-huh. yes um and it, it just worked out and then from there it snowballed and uh, Mark, who does the Habibis, got on board with it, and uh-huh. um, loads of big names. Kid Eight, who does the Evil yeah, yeah, yeah. series, and then I've I've become like really good friends with Kid now, which is great. And his work is oh, insanely good. Like, his drops are going get, for. I got to get them on the podcast too. Oh, definitely. He's a he's a laugh, and I know I mentioned about swearing before the podcast. If you've got him on, you need an explicit warning. <laughs> I, he's going to be dropping c bombs every five minutes. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, Jim Jeffries on the show. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's a he's a good bloke, and he's got a um, he's got a drop on Wednesday. A new the first part oh, okay. of his next series. Um, hey, I'm going to drop an idea that I had on you, and you tell me what go. you think. Okay. Shoot. So. I was thinking, you know how I do these pre-recorded NFT podcast, NFP podcasts. I always call it yeah. NFT accidentally. Um, I'm thinking a once a week Twitter Spaces NFP live. Yes. And get some of the artists that who I've had on the show to drop something during the NFP live episode. Oh shit, that's a cool idea. Could even That's do like really some cool kind of auction format. Like maybe people are, I did this a week ago where I did a live auction on Twitter. Uh-huh. Okay. So literally I just posted the picture uh-huh. and said, okay, the reserve is 0.1 ETH. Uh, we'll start at 0.01. Just reply with your bid. Oh yeah. Savage Dogs does that as well, doesn't he? With his profile. A number of artists do it. It was, it was not my idea. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, uh, Anyway, it went really well. I ended up selling it for a quarter of an ETH. And what was cool, though, wow. was how much engagement it got. Really? I had a ton of people involved in replies and people looking at it. And engagement numbers were really good for it. And yeah. I even had Kevin Page, who was an actor who was in Seinfeld and RoboCop, was bidding on it. Wow. That I was cool. like, an actor from RoboCop bid on my piece? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, then, so then what? So let's say at the end of the space. Well, at the end of it, I minted it. Uh-huh. Okay. And then Which the beauty, it. I didn't have to even mint it before I knew I had a buyer. Yeah. Okay. So once we came to the agreement on the price, and I knew it was a legit buyer because mm-hmm. I, I, I'm pretty familiar with a lot of people in the space because of my position with the podcast and everything. Sure. But anyway, 
So I made an agreement and I was like, okay, I'll mint it on known origin. So I went ahead and minted it and then they bought it when it was ready. Now, the one thing I wish you could do on known origin is a private sale. Mm, yeah. Because so basically doing... I had to mint it and say to him, okay, quick bid, buy it now before anyone else buys it yeah. because it had been on Twitter so much. I was worried that someone else would someone see could just it like and, swoop in uh, yeah. and snipe it. Right. Yeah. So I, I've been, I think it was on Friday. I tweeted out and said, I do these creatures. I've never done a board eight or a punk. If you mm. own, and, and obviously I'm not going to be able to get permission from board ape yacht club or lava <laughs> labs like they've got bigger fish to fry than talking to me yeah. um so it's like if you own one contact me let's work out i'll do a derivative for you in my style sure and quite a few people did and i said well this is the price how about you pay me and there's a lot of trust here yes. so that basically they paid me directly then i minted and then transferred directly to their wallet. So uh, I, I did it okay. on known origin and I set it as taking offers only. And then if you go to manage your artworks, you can transfer or you can send gift it as a it. gift. Yeah. So I did it that way. See, I but, prefer to do it. Sorry, go ahead. I'll but then, then you're paying like double gas. Yeah, I'm paying gas exactly. to mint it and then I'm paying gas to transfer it. See, I prefer what I've done is I just tell them, okay, I'm going to mint it now <laughs> yeah and then what it does is because it's known origin it's loading it to ipfs and all that stuff all anyone else can see is artwork in progress so it's just a blank mm. like so who's gonna buy that yeah who's gonna buy one that they don't even know yeah. what it's showing you see what i'm saying yeah and yeah. so i send them that link and say here it is it's been minted at the price we agreed to you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. now yeah, ideally yeah. i'd like to see them do something like what OpenSea does where you can basically whitelist an address you can put in an address of a buyer on OpenSea and say okay it's open to this person to buy at this price oh you can do that there. you can do that oh, on that's, OpenSea. that's it's interesting a nice 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 tool because mm. if you come to an agreement with somebody you can be sure that only they will be able to buy it at that price mm -hmm. so node yeah. origin needs to do that yeah i mean known origin are great like i will oh yeah they, they awesome. got me Love into it. the space and mm -hmm. i spoken with the, the guys there quite a lot on different projects and a few mm -hmm. of them in my work and i know that their work they do the community call every couple of weeks and mm -hmm. i think that's that's incredible right a lot of platforms don't do that and yep. this the fact that they do but i know that they're working on their version three of their smart contract Okay. which is going to include a lot of these like new integrated features mm -hmm. and it's going to make it super gas efficient, which is cool. Um, and I, I think love their collaboration tool. I love that you can just yeah. set it to collaborate and split the sales. You Can yeah. I ask you about this one you did with, is it Seiko Creative or Psycho Creative? Psycho, yeah. Psycho yeah. Creative. Tell me about that, that piece. Yeah, it's that was really quirks. cool. So, yeah, so, I mean, shout out to Psycho. He's, he's awesome. I, I've again i've never met him <laughs> but we we text each other loads like we're probably mm -hmm. good mates now um so basically he'd seen my work and was like oh, i've got this idea what do you think and basically his idea was do you remember um as you, as a kid like you'd maybe draw the head of a body and you'd fold it over and you pass it to someone else and they draw the shoulders and then fold it oh, over. I know what you and mean. at the yep. end at the end it reveals like this really mad creature or whatever yep. you've created mm -hmm. he was like well what if we did this digitally 
Mm. Um, and I was like, this sounds wicked, right? So, so we we did a back of, bit of back and forth. We decided on a color palette so and some um, some line weights for the outlines. Mm-hmm. And we were like, okay, so I and and a theme as well. So we said the theme was evolution. Uh, these are the line weights and these are the colors you can use. This is the background color. Mm-hmm. These are then you use these. And so I drew the first one and then sent him just a very thin sliver of where my piece overlapped to his piece. Oh yeah. He took it, then he drew it and sent me back. He drew his new piece and sent me back a slither. That's so neither of awesome, us knew man. what we had done. Okay. So we did it. We did it four times. So I did two artworks. He did two artworks. Oh. And then the the last artwork was like it needs to overlap on both sides. So it's a continuous loop. It blends together beautifully. It does, right? Well, and then and then we revealed it at the end, and it was like because this was when a you bit. Both of an saw it, you must have been like, "What? This is so cool!" But we were like, "Oh, this this is going to be mad. It's not actually going to work, but it is a bit of fun." But then. It worked. It took a little bit of tweaking on sure. on some of the transitions, yeah. and then we animated the whole thing in a loop. So is this an MP4 it, then? It's an MP4. Yeah, yeah. How um, did you get your MP4 to show up so nicely on Known Origin? I found it's really iffy with that. Yeah, I luck, <laughs> pure luck. Um, I, I we got the artworks, we did the artboards, and then we animated it in After Effects and just exported it as an mp4 and it's worked really well although it doesn't show up very well on things like um showtime or right. um you know on cyber it doesn't really yeah, show i up found well. i found that it's kind of hit and miss with that stuff yeah but then, then we were like this looks amazing let's let's do a bit of like teasing about it and mm-hmm. psycho actually worked with one of the founders of known origin back in the day and they did a bit of a feature on it and then we were like, we'll put it up for an auction, no reserve, we'll see what happens. And out of the gate, someone comes in with a two East bid. Yeah. And we were like, oh uh, my God. Except. <laughs> and th- this is at the time when East was huge. Right, so like we're talking like that, or whatever it was. It, I think it was more like we're talking when it was nearly at the 4K mark. So we're talking okay. like this, okay, was, okay. this was money we'd never seen before. Right. Oh, no, I'm thinking he, Canadian dollars is why. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he was like, now let's wait. Let's wait. Someone will bid more. And I was like, are you mental? Like, let's. <laughs> Let's accept this immediately before they pull the bid. Before they pull the bid. <laughs> Quick. So we, don't let them we left their it rides. a day. We left it a day and then accepted it. And it turned out that the guy, the guy was an anonymous bidder. Mm-hmm. And he was actually the guy that bought my Ruthless Hearts um, playing cards or foundation. Oh, okay. He bought all okay. three of them for 0.5 each. Um, nice. And then he messaged us. Literally, I have no idea what his name is. Don't know where he's from doesn't mm-hmm. use twitter mm-hmm. i'm saying he he might not be a man like i'm not gendering him um and they were just like your work's amazing this is kind of me saying you need to keep doing things that are innovative you need to like keep pushing your work and then i responded nothing haven't heard anything since don't know where they are just this anonymous like incredible I've had that with some human. collectors i've had that with some too yeah. where it's like i don't know maybe they took a step back from the space yeah but I, I just I just loved it. Like the fact that they sent that message and it was I don't know, it just gave me this boost and honestly I had a tear in my eye just reading this beautiful message they wrote. Mm-hmm. Like this this sort of 
that makes everything worthwhile. If people totally. connect with my work, then there's a there's a guy that, or again, sorry, I shouldn't be gendering people. There's a person that um, bought a little drawing I did for. I, I minted it on Hicket Nunk. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hicket Nunk. Yes, you've got some. Cool it, stuff it was just there. this little this little brain, and it was about mental health, and the brain had a little plaster on it and a little sad face on it. Mm-hmm. And that person messaged me and was like, "This really connected with me and." Like mental health is really important and they still use that as their profile picture even though they own punks and evils and whatever else they still use this funny little this brain. one's and connected I, for them yeah and i, I love yeah, yeah. that means a lot more to me than than selling something for 10 ETH, although that would be nice that would be, <laughs> i wouldn't complain <laughs> yeah that's it yeah <laughs> yeah you know it's funny i haven't really touched on Hicket Nunk lately, simply be- after that whole fiasco with it kind of getting messed up. Yeah, I me neither. Haven't really gone back to it. Me neither. Um, it it was fun for a little while, but yeah, I I haven't really jumped back in. And I think it's because I've got so many projects, more longer form projects that I'm working on in the background. I haven't really had time to do the the funny little pieces that I feel like suit Hicket Nunk a bit better. Yep. yep. I'm um, kind of getting excited about this Koi Network thing that I was telling you about, this sponsor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell, me, I, tell me a it'll bit more be cool. about that. You know, it's a pretty wild concept, and I'm mm. really trying to avoid this sounding like I'm shilling it because I'm, <laughs> I'm genuinely yeah. excited about it. <laughs> the, I just minted some pieces this morning or last yesterday for the, for the platform. Um, basically, the way it works is you mint the NFT – but it's an atomic NFT. So instead of it being just stored as like, uh, what's that called? What's the IPFS or, or interplanetary mm-hmm. file system? Yeah. Instead yeah, yeah. of that, it's minted on the Arweave blockchain. So the NFT is actually on the blockchain, the images. Right. Rather than just being a token that's pointing yeah, to yeah. the image. Okay, the actual image is stored permanently. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Now, because of that, there are some file size limitations. Like I have to reduce my file size a bit. So I reduce the resolution a little bit. Mm. Um, Cause you want them to be around one or two megs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which uh, it is a bit of a challenge. Like you have to basically yeah, yeah. Make them like web ready size. Um, but with that, here's the really crazy thing about it. When people look at the art, I get paid when they look at it. Well, just on the on the website, if I view it, you get you get paid. It issues tokens to me based on attention. Wow, interesting. Oh, but what now, stops you from just refreshing the page constantly? It's a very good question. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> it's all new. I don't know. Shit, they're um, gonna pull sponsorship. Maybe now. It, it yeah. <laughs> Maybe it has to do with your IP address, and it's. Mm, I don't yeah. honestly know. I don't know all the mechanics of it. What I do know is that it works similar to you know Brave Browser with the basic attention token. No, I don't. Oh, okay. Well, that's basically where you use a browser, and if you look at certain ads, you can get paid for consuming. You can get paid oh. for looking, accepting ads. Okay. And okay. So advertisers will be incentivized to make their ads. <laughs> interesting to you to look at kind of thing yeah uh but anyway yeah so uh, if, if you look at the artwork i get paid now here's the really interesting part about that is 
I could sell the art to someone else who feels that they can get a revenue from people looking at it. Because oh. the owner of the art is the one who gets the attention rewards. So I have oh. a choice as an artist. I could decide I'm going to keep this for myself because I'm generating a revenue from people looking mm -hmm. at it. Mm -hmm. Or I could sell it on to someone who feels that they maybe have a better place to show it where it's going to get more attention or maybe because of their profile, they're going to be able to generate yeah. more revenues from it than I could. Wow, it's that's really very, interesting. It's very interesting. It's pretty that's cool. That's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, similar, yeah. So so this Metafactory drop I did, I've, I've sold the NFT of the artwork mm -hmm. that's on all the T-shirts and I am gifting some of the revenue that I get from the physical sales mm -hmm. to the NFT holder. Okay. So I, I get something like, oh, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but if I get 30% of the cut of each t-shirt that's sold, I then give 30% of my cut to the person that owns the NFT. So there's mm. like that incentive for someone to buy the work because it's creating them passive revenue. Right, right, right. And it's a similar sort of thing. On this network yeah so no you're talking the passive revenue that's the big 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 part of it yeah because if i can just have it in and here's the beauty of it it can be anywhere on the internet mm. it doesn't they don't have to go to the koi network to see it to get the Ooh. attention rewards because it's atomic nft it's anywhere it's seen that's that's something it's pretty that... brilliant. I'm telling you, like, and I'm, yeah. I'm not saying this because I'm sponsored to them. I, I will be having ads placed in the podcast soon where uh -huh. it kind of talks about it a little bit. But this is just, I'm super jazzed. I think it's awesome. I think it's super yeah. cool. How, so, how does that spell? K-O-I-I dot network. Now, right now it's early. They haven't fully launched yet. Like you can't even mm. buy the art yet. And frankly, it's a little clunky right now. Yeah, it's kind of reminds me of Hick and Nunk in that sense when it was new. I don't know if you used it when it was new. Uh, no, not when it was really new. When okay. it started, it was, you know, it was clunky when it was new. Yeah, it's, it's, it's similar to that because you know they're just working on it. So you know yeah. you have to be forgiving of the uh, the clunkiness of it for now. But I'm sure that'll yeah. improve over time. Yeah, really. So, I mean, this is why this sort of technology is so interesting because you can do things like this. Yeah, like, it's really cool to experiment with it, right? Yeah, and there are yeah. new ways to get your name out there to mm -hmm. earn revenue. Well, is what's really cool, now. you can actually take your open sea art pieces and you can import them into this and start gaining revenues in Koi if people oh. look at those. Oh, now that is right that's something else yeah yeah it's wild it's, now you have to funny, be the owner a, you have to be the owner to get that yeah. revenue right like it's if funny, you some sold of the, your artwork some some of the artwork on here there's just a picture of someone's rat yeah there's okay. some random <laughs> stuff on there it, it's kind of like you know everybody's just uh, like you said before people are just experimenting with it so yeah i think you know that'll there'll be more art on there in the future yeah no, that's really interesting. And it's cool that they're, they're sponsoring the show. Um, yeah, it's super cool. I'm really proud of that connection because it is something where I'm like, I really like this. Like, it is actually a really cool thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. As opposed yeah. to a sponsor where I'm like, uh, I don't know if I'd be comfortable talking about this. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, so. Yeah, some of, the, some of the stuff on here, like there's, I don't know if Kerrang 
the the music channel. Do you have Kerrang over in no. your no? It's like um, it's like MTV but for rock music. Okay. Um, one one of the it looks like they might be on this. Either that or someone's just using their artwork and putting it on here. <laughs> that might be happening. I which, don't know. Yeah, which could be happening. And I've just given yeah. them money by viewing it. <laughs> <laughs> well they'll they'll be watching that for people doing uh shady stuff but the reality is when it comes to this kind of stuff when it's new there always seems to be somebody kind of trying to you know yeah use it in a way that they shouldn't be using it right but yeah but the space is so exciting you know like it's it's just interesting i'm not even going to begin to pretend i understand half of what's going on in mm -hmm. in the world of nfts and blockchains and stuff but right it's just fun to be on board for the ride you know absolutely yeah it's yeah. very cool stuff i love it so fascinating yeah. hey maybe we can wrap things up by talking yeah. about what are you looking forward to doing here in the next little while what's what's your on your itinerary oh i have got quite a lot on the old itinerary at the moment so i'm I think my next drop is going to be on Don't Buy Meme, um, mm. which will be interesting because it's something I've never used before. Um, mm. But it's a really cool piece. I think um, the the theme and the other artists in the little collective that I'm working on it with are really cool. And uh, yeah, that's going to be really exciting. I, I think that's dropping this month, but... Um, I'm not okay. sure it could get pushed back. I'm also working on a the next thing that I'm going to do with the creatures. So mm -hmm. it's I teased a logo the other day, um, and it's still really early doors. I don't really want to say too much about it, but uh -huh. I'm working with one of the devs from Known Origin to kind of oh, wow. do something that's it, it's familiar, but it's a different approach to oh. to it and i think i don't i've seen it i don't think i've seen it been done this way before uh, which is why i don't want to say it because That's someone fair. who's That's a lot fair. quicker than me will do it before <laughs> uh, but i think that's going to be super cool um i've got a collab coming i'm working on with someone who is awesome like i uh yeah I can't believe they asked me to to do one of their collectible projects. Isn't that the best feeling? I it's it's, it's amazing. Like the fact that they think that my style would and we we're polar opposites in terms of mm. style and trying to work together to sort of blend them into something that's a bit cohesive and a bit seem I'm yeah, I'm loving it. We were going back and forth with some ideas and and they're really not afraid to tell me that they think it's shit. <laughs> and I love that. I love that. I had um, an awesome experience with Ali Sabet where Oh yeah. After our podcast, I was like, Oh, I just love your stuff. You know, would you be interested in doing collab? And he was all over it. Yeah. And so really? I drew three different portraits. And I was like, here, like if you'd like to do something with these, that'd be awesome, right? Anyway, the next day he was in some clubhouse thing for uh that you know, remember the the thing he did with George Lopez, the the wrestler luchador things? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay, yeah. he was in a clubhouse with that, and he tw he messages me during the clubhouse. He's like, "Yeah, here I'm just doodling this during the clubhouse," and what he had done is he had taken my three portraits, put them together with his lines continuously through them, and then all of uh, background faces that he created, and it was mm -hmm. just gorgeous. 
it brought that's a tear amazing. to my eye i was like holy crap this is awesome so i love that he just did it during a clubhouse yeah, talk it like just... it was nothing well, he just, you know, he's doodling during this thing, right? So he was chatting. I, I listened in on it. And he's chatting and then he's drawing. You know? Yeah. The guy is just like, he's such a lovely human. I've spoken mm-hmm. to him a few times and like, I told him I had a kid and he gave me all, he gave me access to his, you know, kids art program that's got loads of tutorials and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, his like um, uh, ugly kitties, dolls and yes. things that you can color in. And then, he he was he was selling um he was selling like physical pieces and i was like i'm really interested i love it how much do you want for it and it was it was way above what i could afford it's like oh, i'm sorry i've got i've got to afford for the i've got to afford His my, art does uh, my wedding fetch a premium yeah yeah i was like i'm trying to save for the wedding and stuff and he was like well as a wedding present i'll give it to you for this much i mean it was still too much but i was like yeah, that yeah. is that's amazing thank you so much but yeah i mean shout out to him he's he's super a lovely cool. human super cool yeah and then then after that I think- he actually act he did an activation on me you know his quantum energy that he's really into yeah he did that during the show i yeah i listened to the show and he was talking about it i was like when he was talking about the vibrations and yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. So i've got to look into this because he this is, is so very zen, interesting like, yeah I've used some um, of the some of the uh, techniques from it for like just like a kind of a meditative kind of a relaxing thing, putting yourself mm. in a positive state. Yeah, it works. It works. Yeah, well, yeah even even that. just as a meditative practice, it works. Yeah, oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then I think the last thing is uh, I'm writing a narrative that's going to span over multiple NFTs. So okay. the start of it was this. Um, the the skull with the the snake that's a mushroom on top yeah that's like that was like an introduction to the characters like ophio who's in that piece is going to be one of the main companion characters of this narrative that i've got sort of written and uh i'm going to release it as one of one nfts uh but it's kind of taking a back seat to this other project at the moment so i think that's going to be like a longer form thing that evolves over time okay um yeah, lots going on, lots of collabs, lots of connections. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excited. It's kind of interesting how we kind of overlap in some ways. Yeah, so. no, your your art and my art. I think we're sort of we're holding down that 2D illustrative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're we're carrying that flag. You <laughs> That's know? right. And I'm staying it's, there. I, you know. Yeah, absolutely. That's where absolutely. I'm at home. I don't have the time to be learning 3D programs. There are already people that like they're way better than me than I could ever be, you know? <laughs> it's just never grabbed me the same way as 2D. No. No. So yeah. Hey, awesome. Congratulations on cool. all your success. And I Thank look you. forward to these upcoming projects. And thanks for dropping that exciting news yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, well, thanks That's for cool. having me. Like the, the podcast is great. Your work's great. It's it's nice to to meet a a decent podcast host who, you know, gen- generally cares and is like is in the scene. I, I love it. I love it. You got to awesome. teach me some maths sometime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll hold off on that. I'll stick with the art for now. Oh, okay. Cool. Fine. Uh, that's for you know, the twelve and thirteen year olds that I go. To. That feels like work to me. You know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Have an awesome day and uh, yeah, take care. Cool. Thank you, buddy. Thanks again for listening to the Non-Fungible Podcast. See you again soon.